Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. I'm Adora Namigade, and this is The Rundown. Staff and students are starting the grieving process for the two teenagers shot and killed Friday as they left their downtown school. 17-year-old Monterio Williams had been at Innovations High School for a year and a half. He had good grades and was looking forward to graduation. LaShawn Jackson's organization runs Innovations, which gives kids who have dropped out a second chance. I can tell you that our staff, when they found out what happened to this kid, were crushed because of the connection that he had in the school and because he was trying to do the right thing, at least while he was here. The other young man, 16-year-old Robert Boston, had recently enrolled, and Jackson said staff were just getting to know him. Jackson says the school has been downtown for 11 years and never had an incident like this before. The board that oversees Illinois' elections is scheduled to decide today whether Donald Trump's name should be printed on ballots for the March primary. Several residents and a voting rights group are challenging the former president's eligibility. They cite Trump's behavior during the fatal mob attack on the Capitol three years ago. Similar legal challenges have occurred in other states, and the U.S. Supreme Court is reviewing Colorado's decision to bump Trump from the ballot. A hearing officer with the Illinois State Board of Elections has recommended the courts should determine Trump's fate, not the elections board. The eight-member governing board is split equally between Republicans and Democrats. Whatever their decision, the matter could still end up in the state's highest court. The state of Illinois is partnering with Google to streamline access to children's behavioral health services. A new online portal called Beacon will put mental health services offered through DCFS, the State Board of Education, and other agencies in one centralized location. The idea is to make the process less stressful for families and caregivers who are already stressed. State Representative Lindsay LaPointe, a former youth and family counselor, says the current system is overwhelming to navigate. It takes an average of 11 years from when a young person starts to show signs of needing mental health support and struggling till they actually get connected with that support. Nothing about that 11-year gap is acceptable. The portal is part of the Children's Behavioral Health Transformation Initiative, part of a larger plan introduced nearly a year ago. Longtime Chicago meteorologist Tom Skilling will retire from WGN next month. Skilling started his career when he was 14. He told WBEZ's Reset he's seen many changes in the science of weather prediction since then. Advances in technology have increased the detail and the speed of his forecasts. Skilling also says his understanding of climate change and the threat that it poses has come a long way. It's a real issue. And the insidious thing about climate change, because there's some who's continued to to question the science, uh, is it's not something you see out your window every day, um, and yet it's ongoing. Skilling signs off as WGN's chief meteorologist February 28th. And something else you should know today. Chicago officials are again postponing the policy that's meant to boot migrants from city-run shelters after 60 days to make room for others. Migrants will now have at least until mid-March to leave shelter. The policy, which was set to take effect in mid-January, has been postponed twice amid winter weather. The move comes days after nearly a third of the Chicago City Council sent a letter to the mayor urging him to rescind the eviction policy altogether. 
today's weather, it's going to be cloudy with temps staying in the high 30s. And then tomorrow, we're expecting partly cloudy skies with a high in the low 40s. That's it for now. Later today, home ownership might feel inaccessible to a whole generation of Chicagoans. And that's because, in part, it was inaccessible to generations before them, according to Marisa Novara. Just as the benefits of home ownership kind of exponentially grow across generations, so do the lack of them. If you did not build wealth in a home and have that money then to save for college for your children, to save for retirement, mm. the ability to ever do so continues to be a challenge across many generations. Chicago's former housing commissioner talks with my rundown co-host Aaron Allen about the state of home ownership in the city and what's being done to improve it. That conversation is today at one o'clock. I'm Adora Namigade. Thanks for listening.